episode of Community Matters Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss issues important to managing and governing condos, cooperatives, and homeowners associations. My name is Tony Campisi, Executive Director of the Keystone Chapter of Community Associations Institute. Today's conversation is all about CAI's biggest event of the year, the annual conference and expo, and the benefits that the event has for young professionals and members that are new to the industry. Community Live takes place on May 11th and 12th, 2022 at Valley Forge Casino. My guests for today's discussion are Savannah Garcia, a community manager with Taylor Management Company, Tyler Logar, Senior Project Engineer with Joseph B. Callahan Incorporated, and Josephine Lee Wolf, an attorney with Clemens, Richter, and Reese. Savannah, Tyler, Josephine, welcome to Community Matters Podcast, and please tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves. I can start. My name is Josephine Lee Wolf, and as Tony mentioned, I'm an attorney with Clemens, Richter, and Reese. And my practice area is solely limited to that of the homeowners and community association law practice. My name is Savannah Garcia. I am a community manager with Taylor Management. I have been in the industry for about 10 years and I have my CMCA and AMS. Uh, Hi, everyone. I am Tyler Logar. I work for uh, Joseph B. Callahan, where I'm a senior project engineer. I've been there for four years and I focus primarily on building envelope studies, facade rehabilitation and structural engineering. Thank you all. And you're all relatively new to CAI too, within the last, Savannah's probably been around the longest, but relatively new to the organization, right? Yes. I've been involved for about seven to eight years. This is Josephine. And I'm probably the newest out of the three of us. And it's been two years for myself. As young professionals and members that are relatively new to both CAI and to the industry, why do you all think it's important to participate in the chapter's annual and annual conference and expo? Josephine, let me start with you. Of course. I mean, there are so many reasons that it's important, but you know, some of my top reasons that I love going and I love getting involved is not only to maintain the professional relationships that I've built over the last few years through CAI, but also to meet, you know, potential new clients, um, to engage other vendors. And you can't forget the educational aspect of it, going to see all the seminars. Um, I think it's really important because it's very particular to our geographical area and our practice areas, obviously. Um, so those would be, you know, my top two or three reasons that it's, it's great to participate. Savannah, how about you? What do you think? So to me, I kind of feel like it's, it's a, a walking Rolodex. So you enter and you, you find people that you never knew that you needed. Um, and I've found so many contractors, vendors, and had conversations and go back to the building or go back to my communities and they'll need something. And at the top of my head, I know exactly where to go. So for me, it's just, it's a lot of networking. It gives you the background to speak to the vendors and kind of get more of a personal um view of what they can do for you um, and just get an in-person conversation with everybody and then the educa- educational background as well. Great. And Tyler, what do you think? I think I'd just like to add, I mean, both were great points there. Um, I mean, consistency is key when it comes to 
networking. So the expo is where you get to see everyone all at once and getting your face out there consistently at the expo, you're in front of everyone. Um, so just like uh, Savannah said with the Rolodex, everybody who's there that you know, and then everybody who's there that you don't know, um, you get involved with both parties, so. Savannah, let me ask you uh, as a community association manager, what would you say to your fellow young professional managers who may be new to the industry about why they need to attend the CAI annual conference and expo? So for me, um, just kind of like I explained before, I think it's just a good place to get ideas of what you may need in the future or any questions that you may have. It's almost like a free session almost for any attorney. You can ask questions quickly, um, go up to roofers, ask them any type of questions without, you know, feeling, I don't know, scared or, you know, just being indecisive of how to move forward. So you can ask as many questions as you need to. Um, and I think it's just overall just good for the managers to get out there and just talk to as many um, vendors as they can um, just to get as much information. Josephine and Tyler, you're both business partner members and exhibitors. How has that experience helped you establish yourself in the industry and in the organization? To go off of, you know, what Tyler said, consistency is key. Um, everybody... I shouldn't say everybody, but the vast, vast majority of the members are going to be participating in, in the conference and expo. And for them to see your, you know, your face out there um, and to recognize that you are who you are. And nowadays, everything is virtually done, you know, whether it's by Zoom, whether it's by email. So putting that, you know, face to the name is, is super helpful. And then you also start to recognize some of the same people at the other events. And, you know, the more involved that you get, and as Tyler said, again, the more consistent you are with participation and your attendance, it gets a lot easier and it, it gets a lot less nerve wracking, especially if it's, you know, your first time going and you're a little bit nervous. Um, I think it's it's certainly important to, to make those connections early on and be steadfast. And at least from my experience, um, going in with uh, another attorney from my office the first couple times and, and kind of relying on them to introduce me um, was really helpful. So if you don't have a mentor like that, I would certainly recommend trying to find one in the industry. There's so many amazing people in our chapter that are willing to take anybody under their wing. Um, if you're nervous about it, definitely don't hesitate to reach out. Um, and I'd like to add on top of that, I mean, the uh, you just get to learn from uh, being in front of so many different uh, people within the industry. So in the same field as an engineer, um, I get to see my competitors and I get to see how they act and how they do um, their networking and how we can build our relationships um, coherently together as far as also working with other business partners and getting in front of uh, pro property managers. Um, so all of that kind of ties together of just being in front and having your name uh, name uh, meet the face there. Um, so as I mentioned, the annual conference is the biggest event of the year, and it might seem a bit overwhelming for someone who's new to the industry, hasn't been to this event before. How would you all advise a first-time attendee to tackle this event? Savannah? Um, first, I would say make sure you bring business cards business cards, business cards, business cards, so that you can drop them in everyone's um, basket. And then also just to make sure you hit every table, speak to somebody at every table that you can get to, because you're going to learn something from someone. That's a good point. 
<laughs> Very good point. Um, Tyler, what do you think? I think I'm going to go uh, maybe a different route, but I would say be different and stand out from the crowd. Um, I think from last year's expo, it was a little um, different for myself. I'm not, I'm usually introverted and I decided to be a little extroverted and it may have paid off. I got to see some smiles of people by wearing a giant Afro and flying a drone around the expo kind of brought more um, presence to JVCI myself and it, and it brought more people to be interested in. Um, so just make yourself interesting. Um, step a little bit out of your comfort zone uh, to make those connections. I remember the Afro. You definitely stood out. <laughs> Josephine, how about you? What do you think? I mean, Savannah and Tyler make such great points. And in terms of, you know, being nervous, it's totally understandable. And as I mentioned before, I think if you're comfortable asking either somebody from your own company or somebody that you've met at prior events to kind of tag along with you, if you're nervous, um, that helps a lot. And, you know, coming in with confidence and coming in, you know, with the knowledge and whatever field that you're in and whatever your specialty is, is also important. And coming with questions too. I think if you you know, come up with a list of questions that you want to ask potential vendors that you are going to run into, it'll make it a little bit easier in terms of starting that conversation off. Um, and as Savannah mentioned, definitely remember your business cards too. That's very important. All, all good tips, great advice. Um, my next question is more for, for Tyler and Josephine, but Savannah, it could apply to you too. You're, you are likely members of other professional associations that are unique to your industries, like the Bar Association. I'm a member of ASAE, which is American Society of Association Executives. How have your professional association memberships in general helped you get started in your respective careers? Um, I can certainly start with answering that question. When I first became an attorney, I did get involved in our bar association in my local county in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And I think that certainly helped me network with other attorneys. Um, it ultimately helped me land at Clemens, Richter and Reese, which is the firm I've been at for, for going on eight years now. So in terms of, you know, maintaining a professional network in your very specific industry, that's also helpful because uh, it certainly extends to other areas of the law, at least in my case. And I'm sure that's the case for other professions as well, that you get to network with people who might not necessarily practice in your area, but then you're able to send referrals out. Um, you know, a good example would be getting to know local attorneys who handle construction defect cases if your particular office doesn't, or, um, you know, handling any kind of employment disputes, if that's not your specialty. Those are just examples of how it can really work out in terms of, of making a referral network in your specific profession. Uh, I'd like to add on top of that, that one of the biggest and best advice that I was given um, when I started my career as an engineer was that your network is your net worth. And to me, that has always um, made myself kind of aspire to go out and meet new connections, uh, find people within my industry and anyone who can help me uh, grow um, my, my network just to have contact. So if I, if I need something while I'm on a job site, I can call someone and make sure that I, I can, uh, they can answer the questions I need if I don't, don't have them to solve the problems that I have. Um, for example, there's plenty of product reps that I need to 
deal with contractors. So going to these events, um, ASCE, ICRI, um, SWRI for an engineer, um, it certainly helps because they're right in front of you every time you attend an event. So I would say similarly to CAI, it's the same thing. Everyone who's involved in this industry has those uh, contacts and Rolodex uh, at their fingertips. All right, again, good advice. Um, final question. I'd love to hear all of your thoughts on this one. What is one simple piece of advice you wish someone gave you when you first got involved in this industry? Um, I think it's as simple as that is get involved. Um, I mean, I think I did pretty early on in my career, but no one kind of forced that upon me until maybe two years into my career. So if I would have gotten involved earlier, I would have made those contacts uh, earlier in my career and kind of grown my net worth even faster um, and have more contacts that I can uh, pick from, from, from the start. I would say uh, for me, and this is actually advice I did get, so it's not necessarily advice that I wish I would have gotten, um, but come in with confidence and come in, you know, to these types of events and into the industry with, you know, the fact that you have this particular knowledge base um, and, you know, really be confident in yourself when you're networking and meeting new people. I think that's, you know, the best advice that anyone can give, really. For me, I kind of think um, I would say to be a sponge. I mean, at this point, I think that there's in community management, you, there's no way you can know everything. And every day I'm learning something new. So I try to make sure that I'm always being open-minded and um, just taking in everyone's different ideas and their thoughts just to make sure that I'm doing the right things moving forward the best that I can. Well, this has been a really great conversation. Great advice for young professionals and those just entering the community association industry. So thank you all, Savannah, Josephine, Tyler, for joining me today for this episode of Community Matters Podcast. We look forward to seeing everyone at the annual conference and expo on May 11th and 12th at Valley Forge Casino. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in and for more resources and best practices on managing and governing your condominium, cooperative or homeowners association, please contact CAI or visit our website at www.caikeystone.org. Thanks for listening.